This Thursday night football props and Brandon Jacobs interview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. What's up, everybody? You're watching SGPN. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Uh, if you typically skip over the station ID at the top of the show, strongly oh. recommend all timer. Yes. Uh, Brandon Jacobs, who will be joining us later on in the show. You see how excited Sean was to talk to a giant <laughs> very, I mean, Sean, you got you got to admit, even though you won't tell your dad about this, but even well, he did win me over when it. Well, again, don't don't spoil it. But there, he had some pro Eagles comments. Just just saying, I, I I never I didn't anticipate you would have been so into talking to a former Giant, great two time Super Bowl champion, <laughs> Brandon Jacob. Uh, he was he was a fun interview. So looking forward to you guys hearing that. Before we got that, we have gonna give out our three favorite Thursday night prop bets. Of course, we have a win bet, build your own bet, and uh, first touchdown plays as well. Of course, Ryan, yes. uh, Dolphins, Bengals. Right now, the line sitting over at four at win bet. A lot of it is because of um, you know Tua and his injury news. Do you think uh, this ever, is splitting the difference between it a does Tua feel like line almost and a, a kind of line? in between line? I wonder if if Bridgewater is announced as a starter. What is the, they, I feel like they got to make it at least Dolphins plus seven. Right? Feels a little bit like the Brissett thing. They're splitting the difference because this goes to a touchdown, right? Yeah. If it, if it's Bridgewater, maybe even if seven and a half. Probably. If it's Tua, is it three? I I feel like probably three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. And a lot of people thought uh, Tua had a concussion. He said that's not it. He even clarified uh, NFL, to, the NFLPA is launching an investigation. Yeah. He he did clarify though in a uh, press conference today. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> Wait, oh, can man. we can we get that one more time, please? Yes. I, I just this uh, is an all-time. Uh, someone tweeted out the meme of like the people inter- asking to uh, about his injury, and I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> and Jim, Jim Gray, hard hitting journalist. Spinal. So we have a new Tua drop because the duck he's balling out. The duck is not fair. It is spinal. <laughs> That's the new uh, save Tua the drop. duck for Jimmy G and Matt Ryan. Exactly. Washed old quarterbacks. Oh man, got some props. Got some build your own bet. You can start uh, building your own bet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Listen to us going to work, crafting up some huge, huge parlays. 
same game parlays. You got to get down on these. Bet $100, win $100. You can do it all over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash win bet. That's right. And if you're in a win bet casino state, 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. They're live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. More states on the way. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYN and BET to claim your free bet today. Offer subjects change service conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where played through WinBet is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Also brought to you by Babbel. That's right. Babbel makes learning a foreign language easy. For years, I dreaded learning a foreign language because I associated it with my super mean um, Spanish teacher in high school. Shout out to Senorita Rivas. Uh, just, it was no fun. And learning a language should be fun. You're going on vacation. Maybe, uh, you know, you, you, you met a gal down in Colombia. You want to learn her language and impress her with your Espanol. I enjoy Habline Espanol. Also, they got you covered for French, Italian, German, up to 14 different languages. Speech recognition technology. I, I've tried other ones, you know, like ones where it's like, ah, oh, hey, you, you mess around with it. Um, I don't, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I got great results. Babble though, uh, podcast, games, video stories, it, it they make it fun. And I and 55% off your subscription. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP. That's Babble. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble, language for life. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> I almost chimed in there when you were talking about different languages. Ciao. Such a great <laughs> word. International folks are so ciao, mysterious. Ciao is very good. Ciao. All right, Ryan. Uh, and a lot of the, um, a lot of the passing and receiving props aren't up for the dolphin side. Why, uh, why do we think that is? Well, just cause the uncertainty with two spinals. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was going, I was putting the ball on the tee. Well, you know, he's on the other page. Final uh, Bring, uh, need to upgrade that to the first page. All I'll right. go first. Joe Burrow over 266 oh. and a half passing yards. I I think there's, you know, this Miami defense, I feel like might be a little gassed. They were out on that field, that hot Miami field for uh, a number of plays. The majority, like the uh, Bills dominated the time of possession. I imagine they've got to be pretty exhausted. And then you go. And then maybe you're dealing with preparing for a hurricane and a short week to travel out uh, Thursday night. That just feels like a lot. I think Joe Burrow. I forget. Do we apply the like having to deal with family members and evacuations? Do we apply that to the to the pros or just the just colleges? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, oh no, it's a serious question because I I do think we have Tampa is being evacuated this week. No, like, like I feel like it, that's gotta. It's got to be a distraction. Now, do you just leave on the road trip earlier, and now you're <laughs> dealing with the wife calling you. Like, where'd there, you, where'd you lot, put the keys uh, to the truck? There's a lot of moving parts. Either way, I think I think Burrow, uh, if they can give him a little bit of time, and and that could be the that could be the issue. Here's the thing: is like, even if even if the Dolphins jump out to a big lead, I think they can the the Bengals can play catch up and you can get there. Or even if they're playing from uh, in front, I think they're gonna want to pass a bunch. So give me Joe Burrow over two sixty six and a half. 
I was looking up the uh, four, four, 40 minutes and 40 seconds to 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, that that's, you don't see that in the NFL too often. Right. I mean, the fact that Josh Allen had 63 attempts, I mean that no. And, and so I imagine that that's got to impact the, uh, the Dolphins defense who's dealing with their, with their own uh, injuries as well. So well, Tua. yeah, well, the two of the final aside, spinal aside, spinal. Yeah, they they got their hands full. So uh, I'm going over on Burrow passing yards. All right, I, I'm. I thought we were going to say the same thing. I actually went over on his interceptions. Uh, really? Y- well, I think you still have Xavier Howard. You still have a competent secondary. We saw all the dropped interceptions last week. So just from a uh, dare I call it interception regression. Mm. I mean, think about it. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. There's not much difference in terms of their amount of fucks to give when it comes to throwing an interception. Their willingness to put the ball in a tight spot. And you know, I think Joe Burrow needs needs to show out here. So I think he's going to throw a lot of passes. I don't I don't foresee a version of this game where they're just pounding the, like draining the clock on Thursday night. And I think honestly, I'm betting both. I know we don't have props for the Dolphins, but this is a Thursday night bet both quarterbacks to throw a pick kind of kind of game. Xavier Howard is uh, dealing with a groin issue, or at mm. least he was going into that Bills game. Oh, he played. Yeah, he played. I'm just saying he didn't shut down Diggs all the way, but he didn't. He also didn't trail Diggs all the time. So well, and then and that's the thing. You're groin injury. You were out there for how many plays, and then you got a short travel week. That could be trouble. Uh, for me, so you don't think Joe Burrow is going to throw an interception? Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm fine taking that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus odds, plus one ten. It just seemed wrong. Yeah, he threw four in that first game. He seems like you he figured it out Josh a little Allen bit. Tried so hard to throw <laughs> an interception. I, the, yeah, I, I, they're due just off that. Um, next one, Tyler Boyd over thirty-seven and a half receiving yards. I, I know T. Higgins also dealing with a spinal, but that guy got lit up. I, I feel like even if he does play, which it seems like he's gonna play. He's got to have th- that bell ringing. has got to be going on a little bit. And, and they seem to be scheming up stuff to go out of their way to get Tyler Boyd going. Um, and I think, you know, they, they aren't doing a ton to the tight end, at least volume wise, although interesting, uh, interesting for such an options. I, I do think uh, Tyler Boyd gets over 37 and a half. All right. Uh, so I am and, all- and and T Higgins was at least knocked out of that game for a little while, right? Or yeah. He- again, I went back. We sh- we haven't gotten to watch that game tape yet, but I I do want to watch it because I I don't remember hearing about him going into the protocol or doing anything like that. It yeah. was clearly a back injury, I guess. And many people, uh, he's he came back. He he played plays after that, so it's very confusing. So I guess coming track- off a coming off a game too, four for one hundred and five for Tyler Boyd. I mean, I don't think he's going to do 105 again, but 37 and a half feels very reasonable. It was a badass play when he caught that ball and just ran over the safety and took it to the house. All right, so I'm well, sti- and he should have had another one. They they I uh, they had yeah. some design run for him that got called back. So so we're laying some chalk here, which yeah. I never like to do. But Joe Burrow to go over one and a half T- passing touchdowns again. I think I think we're going to see like Josh Allen just threw the ball 63 times against this team in a game they only scored 17 points. Sean. Uh, I think Joe Burrow is going to throw the ball a bit, bit here. I, I don't think they're going to fix their team by changing who they are. I think they're going to fix the the pass blocking, and they're going to Joe Burrow is going to continue to be Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow to only have one touchdown in this game seems again just seems like an odd way to play the game out. I, I'm I'm bullish on on Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm laying the the chalk here minus one fifty for him to go over one and a half touchdowns. Yeah. Um, well, my, my projection model has two point two in this game. <laughs> If you're wondering, uh, for me, I, 
I think they might have a little a couple issues in the red zone. Either way, Evan money McPherson over one and a half field goals minus one twenty. We keep seeing these games where the unders hit in prime time. I don't know if it's just the short week and they don't have enough time to prepare. Graham Gano got there uh, for oh. me uh, Monday night. Best guy on the team. Well, and and hopefully we've cut that lineman that stepped on his foot. And we trying to hurt hurt the gold. Uh, Evan McPherson over one and a half field goals minus one twenty. Oh, we're lockstep, dude. I'm, I'm two, he's he's gotten seven so far this season. Two three two feels like two is uh, easy money. I right? went what extra points though. Two and a half extra points. Two and a half extra points. Yeah. Okay. I like that better because I, I it's a touchdown game for me. Really? It's a touchdown game for me. I I you know what we're gonna see? What? I I went on a number of shows that aren't ours, and I explained the same thing I explained on our show. We're gonna see we're gonna see a gross win with this Miami team. We might see a gross win with the Colts. I I feel like this week's uh, we're gonna see a blowout. Uh, the more I'm getting to it, the more and I haven't full finished my handicap, but. It, I'm really worried about what we're going to be saying about this Dolphins team in a week. I think we might re be reappropriating the duck calls. Well, Ryan, uh, for a team that's three and zero, and you're an advanced analytics uh, guy, unlike myself, gut handicapper. Yeah. But you've pointed out their expected win rate yeah. has been for a three and zero team is really crazy, right? The last two games, I mean, I don't, I don't have the exact number, so I feel uncomfortable saying this, but I believe that their cumulative post game win expectancy, yes. Is less than like basically. So think about it this way: if you were to a hundred percent means you win the game, yeah. like a hundred percent of the time. So times three, so three hundred percent would be your maximum if you dominated three games. Their post game win expectancy, their cum, the sum of the three games is still less than a hundred percent. They're three so and zero. They should, you know, if you're using like the. Like the expected value, whatever they haven't even gotten to, like one guaranteed win. Math. -wise, I, I right? would say that. So let's say you you were sixty forty in three games. That would yeah. be one hundred eighty percent. One hundred eighty percent. Oh, if you were sixty forty positive. Yeah, in three. If you won all three of your games as a minus one fifty dog, a sixty yeah. forty, we would expect you to have a cumulative one hundred eighty percent at this point. Theirs is under a hundred. I, I just see it, it's it's really they, an outlier. They, they should. They could be zero and three. Like that's the statement. They could have lost all three games, and we are praising them for it. But as, as no, as, they deserve as credit Mark for getting those wins, yeah. but they have a lot of signs of a team. Oh, I don't want to, they've played, the, they played great teams too. I feel like we're doing the, the picks the episode, Patriots. but I, I, and I don't, but so, you know, we are, uh, we are market thought leaders <laughs> and this is an obvious spot to me. So, and I think the odds makers being confused is giving us an opportunity to maybe get ahead of it. Cause if you think about it, like you're listening to this, uh, you're, you're probably, well, there's no to me. There's no disadvantage to betting it now because it's what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. You miss out on a three and a half or three. True. Yeah. All right. First touchdowns. Yeah. All right. I'll go first, Ryan. Or do you want me no, to? No. You're the king. I, I have. A, I have. I'm here to serve my lord. I, I'll say this right my now. My liege. I am prepared to fire on nine different angles. So <laughs> whatever, wherever you go, I can choose my own adventure afterwards. All right. Um, River Craycraft. Uh, Ryan and I were talking about him. He is twenty-eight to one. Two catches on three red zone targets for the Dolphins, plus just a super, um, super fun name, right? Like River Craycraft. Cray Cray. Yeah, he's fun. I like him. Totally in on him. And then who else do we have? Uh, this one's pretty interesting. I saw them scheming him up near the goal line, 
didn't get it uh, in the in the Bills game, but Trent Sherfield thirty to one. Like the anytime, I don't like that you took that one. Anytime they're scheming up for a guy in the red zone, that is that is someone you're gonna add to your list. Shouldn't let you go first this time. Joe Burrow twenty five to one because it's prime time. Smoking Joe, he's again, he's not usually a uh, big rusher. Um, He's got uh, he's got fifteen carries so far. uh, Smoky Joe, prime time. Yeah, I mean, streaming for all the kids to see. He looks like he's got a. It just you saw how fired up he was. I don't think he's going to go out uh, without swinging. So Joe Burrow twenty five to one. I think he realizes they're kind of a desperate team. They need to say they need this win to get the season back on track. Last but not least, Mitchell yes. Wilcox for the Yo, Cincinnati Bengals. You motherfucker. He is out snapping no, Hayden Hurst. You. Uh, you don't get to take this one, dude. He has. We talked about this earlier. I said, I go, Sean. Do you know who Mitchell Wilcox is? You, go, I don't know idea. And then I subliminally it just entered must, your brain. I swear to God, you I did not. Son of a bitch. I did not. I completely tuned yes. that out because I'd never heard of him. And I started looking <laughs> at the depth chart of what was the, the price you got on that? Forty to one. Forty-five to one. Okay. Um. Either way, he's getting more snaps than Hayden yeah. Hurst. Yeah. By a, by like a decent margin. Yeah. No. I, I was looking at like Asiasi. Well, he, he wasn't his his snaps are falling off. Additional context: Hayden Hurst dealing. Uh, he had a setback last week in practice going into the game. Uh, so there is still injury concern there. He obviously, to your point, he he was out snapped. Uh, we love playing backup tight ends anyway. So, is, is you gave out your four this week? Yep. Nice. All right. So uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna have we're gonna have some overlay together here. That's fine, Ryan. Um, we've done well yeah. when we have the same ones. Those are the ones that catch. Uh, so we're gonna play the game of a little bit of chalk and a little bit of not chalk. Uh, Chase Edmonds is getting 100% of the goal line carries. Uh, Raheem Oster did receive one carry inside the 20, but uh, everything else is going to Edmonds. So I'm eating a little chalk here, 10 to one with Edmonds. I love your cray, uh, cray, cray. Uh, but my nugget on Trent Sherfield was stronger. He is the only member of the Miami Dolphins to receive a red zone target in every single week. Is that that's almost not believable? No, I, I mean it, he's the just only. Just watching it, you see them going out of their way I'm to get go him one ball. step further. He's the only guy in this game that's received a red zone target every week. Trent Sherfield. Trent Sherfield, remember that name. All right, so thirty to one. Uh, so we got a ten to one and a thirty-one on the Dolphin side. To the chalk for my uh, Bengals is going to be T. Higgins. I, I think you know I, I understand that he got hurt. It sounds like he'll be fine. And this is I, again. I'm gonna fade the number one guy in this Miami game. I'll, I'll check the injury report when it comes to Howard and the cornerbacks. But I like again. I, I T Higgins, another one. If you remove the first game of the season when Jamar Chase received six red zone targets after T Higgins went out, T Higgins three red zone targets on the season. Jamar Chase two red zone targets on the season. T yes, Higgins sir. ten to one. And then as you mentioned, Mitchell Wilcox. Uh, I literally said to Sean earlier when he said I didn't know who that was. I go, I still got it. <laughs> Sean's this deep into it. He I, I honestly completely so forgot about that. Mitchell Wilcox is going to win. This is going to be Will Disley 2.0. Let's fucking go. One hundred percent. Closing it out before we get to the Brandon Jacobs interview coming up here in a minute. Uh, build your own bet, courtesy of WinBet SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash WinBet. For me, Joe Burrow anytime touchdown. Love that. 
Uh, and that's a really good price on it too. Tyler Boyd uh, to have 35 and more receiving yards. Joe Burrow 280 uh, pass yards plus. Ryan, what do you think that's at? I don't know who who was your anytime Tyler Joe Burrow. Oh Joe Burrow. Oh that would be good then because the Joe Burrow anytime I'm sure is four to one. Seventeen to one. To one. Let's okay. go baby. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Uh, what do you got, Kramer? All right, so um, I I kind of like I like it to be a I like it to be a T Higgins game. Mm. I like it to be a little bit of a blowout, and, and I think Joe Burrow is going to have himself a bit of a game. So here's what we put together: Joe Burrow, two touchdowns, easy, right? That's not a hard thing for him to do. T Higgins touchdown, T Higgins ninety yards, and Bengals to win the game by nine and a half points. Little onslaught correlation, mm. a ten to one, please. Oh my god! All right, let's what, cash. You know, Sean, I feel like a couple of years ago when we were doing these DGens only bets, we used to get it up to like two hundred <laughs> to one. I feel like we never hit those. Uh, these win build a bet. I, I've oh, already hit one. What so. are you saying? A hundred to one's hard to hit <laughs> for some people. For some people, Coward. right? Not for true. Hashtag DGens only. Hey. Speaking of Dejans only, you're gonna love No House Advantage. Uh, it's it's a dynamic fantasy sports platform. Really enjoy it. Again, um, it's it's DFS, but instead of you know players and their and their price salary cap, it is just over under player props. You rank it from ten to zero, or sorry, ten to one. Uh, your confidence essentially on them hitting the props or if you don't want to do like the GPP DFS type contest where you can win $250,000, you can play versus the house. You go five and zero on your player props. You win 20 X. What's great about it is uh, NFL NBA is coming back. MLB, PGA, MMA, NASCAR. They have it all. Nohouseadvantage.com. Use a promo code SGPN. Nohouseadvantage.com promo code SGPN or download the app to get a first deposit match up to 20. Five Sean, real quick, the the uh, it was described to me perfectly by someone who tried out no no house advantage. It's the parlay card. Mm. It's a parlay card yeah. for props. Love it. That's exactly what it is. It is it again. I know the listeners. You guys are gonna like it. And uh, same for PromoGuide.us. It is the best place to go if you're looking for plus EV betting strategies. They got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books, and they got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper EV analytics right at your fingertips. Again, we've been looking at their daily uh, promo updates. They do it once a day. You got to check it out. Uh, they simply don't tell you. It's not just like which team is probable to win, but where you can get the best odds, how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promos. I know they just hit a big one off of a uh, Monday night. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with all your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all that is of course, promo guy run by a small team of passionate sports fans. We've had Sam on a show, big uh, Michigan state fan dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent track, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check them out. Promoguide.us. Joining us on the line, two-time Super Bowl champ and host of the new podcast, 27 and Q, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon, appreciate you calling in, man. Hey man, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm looking you, forward to it. So, Brandon, I when 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 we found out that you were gonna come on the show, Sean being an Eagles fan, I could tell he wasn't all that excited. <laughs> 
But oh, that's sad. But what I told him was, hey man, Brandon is a guy. We can bond over one thing. Brandon J. One of the reasons that Brandon Jacobs is an all-time giant is because he hated the Cowboys as much as we do, Sean. He hated the Cowboys. And the first thing I want to lead <laughs> off with, you see his face, because he learned from guys like Michael Strahan. We hate these guys. I gotta ask you, the Super Bowl run, 2007, when you when you get into the end zone, was that planned? Did you plan to to try to break something in the Dallas Stadium and when you threw that football? So listen, man, that that's what like that was the like that's how I really felt about the Cowboys, <laughs> man. Like I scored a touchdown, uh, and I just was just all like I I couldn't hurt anybody else, so I just took the ball and I'm like, oh, oh, like this is just pure hate. I still have that ball and it still have those little circles of the uh, <laughs> oh, where uh, it hit play the play clock. That's great. The the speed and velocity which with which you whip that football, I'm like, man, that's got some heat on it, Brandon. Maybe you should have been uh, playing quarterback a little bit. Oh uh, man, I, you know what? I had quarterback knowledge, but I just couldn't throw the ball. <laughs> well, and that's so I got to ask you because the, the hatred was real. Uh, that's how it was back in the day. I know Strahan's talked about this repeatedly about what he learned from Lawrence Taylor and the boys. But when you see the guys out at midfield after the game last night swapping jerseys, does that does that hurt your heart a little bit that the hatred isn't there anymore? You know, I'm not gonna say it hurt my heart. I think it's actually a really good idea. <laughs> believe it or not, I do believe it because you get a chance to collect, you know, some other items from other people that you want to have in your man cave or whatever it is, you know, whatever your relationship is with that particular person. So I, I do think that part is cool. Uh, does it take away from the competitive nature? If you are really naturally competitive and you want to win and you want to be great, it won't really do anything. It won't even, it won't really affect you that way. So you, you were, uh, I, I never saw you swapping jerseys with Roy no, Williams we, out there. No. We wasn't doing that. <laughs> um, now what's your take on the, uh, the giants so far oh, no. this season, two and one, they've been playing good defense. Uh, it seems like the offensive line, obviously, a bit of an issue, struggling to put up points. But what, what's your take so far on the Giants and and the Brian Dable uh, regime so far? Well, well uh, Brian, you know Brian Dable. At first, I'm gonna tell you right now, I love the guy. You know, I, I, I had a chance to talk to him a little bit. Uh, great guy, man. Great coach. He's just motivated and he's eager to win. You know, and he's trying to use all of his resources that he can possibly use to pull the team in that direction, a winning, a winning, you know, a winning space. Um, he's awesome. So I'm sitting right now where I, I, I'm, you know, happy to Johns. We started to and uh, doing some great things on defense. First two weeks of the season, um, gave up a little bit more last night than they have been giving up all season long. Uh, I think our offensive line got physically Whooped last night by Dallas. Uh, they had been playing well for the you know the first couple of weeks, and um, you know Dallas just pinned their ears back, man, and they just and they were just coming, and it wasn't too much that you know that, that we could have did about it. I mean, physically beaten, and uh, if we can get that right, everybody want to harp on Daniel Jones and what's happening with him. I don't think the kid is a bad quarterback. I, I honestly don't. I think he has. I think he has a lot of potential, and. Everybody say he takes too long with, with the ball. Well, guess what? The routes have to has to develop, and if the line if 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 the line isn't holding up, then he 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 got to scramble. He got to run and try to make plays somehow, some way, without taking a sack. So, I mean, playing you know playing quarterback you know like like under distress is always hard to do. Now, last night in the Dallas game with um, 
Cooper. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't get any pressure on him. So he mm-hmm. had a chance to be comfortable in the pocket. Horrible. He had a chance to be real comfortable in the pocket. We didn't give him a chance to, you know, we didn't force him to make a mistake. You know, so he, he went in and he was just, just comfortable, you know. I'm good. Are, are we blocking it up? Delivering the ball all over the place, you know. So um, I think that offensive line needs to get better. I'm not going to give up on Daniel Jones just yet. You know, I like the new regime. I, you know, I, the, you know, I like everything that they're doing. I'm a little worried about Galladay and what he's <laughs> been doing so far. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, like, I'm not really down on him, but we hadn't seen him in the first two weeks. You know, it's the first time we've seen the guy. You know, well, so and, and, this and, is like his week one. Now, as someone in the in the locker room, you have a guy like Kenny Galladay, hypothetically, that's getting paid a ton. That's not getting. Uh, even playing time, what? How does does that have an impact on the other players? Do they respect it for the coach going like, "Hey, you know, Galladay's not putting in the work, or he's not doing whatever the coaches need to get that playing time," or are you as a player frustrated, be like, "Hey, we paid this guy all this money; he should be playing." Well, you got to be able to get it done first of all. Um, I'm not sure what they what the other regime saw the offer him the money, but there's no way he can be worth that much money coming from Detroit and coming to the Giants and he's not performing. I'm I'm, I'm thinking there's something else happening in the background that none of us know about. Because it's not that he don't have ability. Yeah, he had he, he had a drop last night and then he had a play where he made a big play and it was called back. You know, but this is the first time any like like you know like any of us have you know had seen him. So um I, I think it might be a something you know it's something a little bit bigger going on because Usually people don't miss that big and pay someone who's not that good $72 million. That that just doesn't happen. And to your point, Coach Dable seems like a pretty straightforward guy. It makes me think that Kenny Colliday is just completely washed up. To to Brandon's earlier point, the most pressures we've ever seen in a football game since they started tracking <laughs> pressures in 2009 happened last night. So maybe it wasn't totally on Dan Jones, which makes me uh, transition to to the line. Any chance we can get your son? I know he's only fifteen and still in high school. Any chance we can get him some uh, a tryout with the team? Because he's—I mean—he's bigger than you, Brandon. How, this is amazing. Yeah, he is an awesome kid, man. I love the kid to death, man. He—he he is a, the most humble kid that you can meet, the most caring kid that you can meet. Like, you know, he's the type of kid. Well, he was this kid. Well, he where where everybody else in the school is going to lunch and going to enjoy themselves in the gym or in the cafeteria. He works with special needs kids. Like he, he was the one doing stuff like that. You know, um, the kid is awesome. He's a big kid, strong kid. He's growing. He's getting better every day. Uh, makes his mistakes, learn from his mistakes, understanding people around him. Not everyone's going to like him. He see bad things being said about him on social media. This is the <laughs> funniest thing like that. People are really mean. I said, man, Go read some of my stuff. You'll find out. Yeah, you got to so teach him to ignore the hate. Like, you know, he's great, and he want to play for the Giants. Oh, he want to play yeah. for the Giants. He said so, that's where he want to go. So he want to get drafted to the Giants. Let me ask you this then, as a fellow youth sports coach myself, I'm so, I assume you coach football, but is, was there any other sport that you attempted to coach uh, through his youth sports journey that was just you were like, no way, I don't know what I'm doing. This was a bad idea. No, it oh, wasn't. I've nice never job. been put in a <laughs> like everything else. I was a fan. Like uh, they ran track, uh, they wrestled. You know, they you know they swam. 
You know, not, you so know, you weren't the swim coach, Brandon. Swim. <laughs> that, but you know, not like that. You try to show my. That would be funny if you're still if you're still the swim coach and you couldn't swim. You're just there for motivation. <laughs> let's go, go harder. Let's yeah, go. You know, hey, let's go. Hey, let's go. <laughs> you just so come in, get the get the swim you know, team so, a pep talk. Well, I gotta ask, like when you go to these swim meets, the other team has to be a little intimidated when they see this six foot six, three hundred pound young man jump into the pool. I mean. <laughs> Yo, it is crazy because he stands up on the blocks, and uh, he stands up on the blocks, and it's like everybody else, and then him. Yeah, like, I'm like, it's like that video of Andy Reid. He's right in the middle. Yeah, Andy Reid. Like he dominated that the pass, pass punt, punt and kick competition. Just looked bigger than everyone else. But well, yeah, yeah and, he is. See, six six, about three twenty right now, so man. Can he take you in wrestling? Like, have you guys ever scrapped it out? Have you lost that edge? No, because I'm stronger than him. So o- Oklahoma drill, you're you're still taking down your son. I'm you got the leverage. I'm stronger than him. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these kids, though, a lot of these high school kids, though, they look at me and they're like, "Coach, I smoke you." I'm like, "Man, <laughs> listen, don't have me stretching." I, you know, we can got some old man like, strength like gun. Yeah. Thirty <laughs> minutes. I need I need like thirty minutes to stretch. You know, and we're gonna be good. <laughs> well, now, now you're uh, and and congratulations already to your son. Seeing he's getting a ton yeah. of uh, like already offers for D1 mm-hmm. schools, very promising career. You had a you know going back to your career, you kind of ha- you started out at a at uh, like you started out at community college and then worked your way up to an SEC school. Was there ever a moment where I mean, imagine when you started playing at a community college? Did you think you had a chance of going pro? Was there was there a moment when you realized like, oh man, I I might be able to go to the next level. Yeah. I was like 10 years old when I got that. Oh, really? I was like 10 years old when I got that moment and I was still in and out of football then. Right. I didn't play football from the time I was 10 all the way up through high school. You know, I played, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12, then went to middle school, played Then that very next year. I, it was the eighth grade. I went to alternative school that didn't have a football team or a basketball team. So I didn't play then and uh, went into ninth grade. And they moved me up to varsity and didn't put me and didn't play me. So I quit. I didn't play my sophomore year. I was just chilling, cooling, being just playing basketball, cooling. And then my junior year, I, I went back out and here we go. But I've been knowing it, like ever since I was nine, 10 years old, because it was way too easy. I would catch the ball <laughs> and just and just outrun everybody and no one would ever be close. And I'm like, they gotta be, you gotta run into some competition in a sport. At some point, right? So I went to middle school, the same thing, extremely easy. You know, and I had some guys I played against in middle school was good as well, but it was extremely easy, run away from everybody. You know, I got in my freshman year, playing my freshman year, same thing, and then I quit. When they moved me up to varsity, I couldn't play freshman anymore. They put me on varsity. Why not at least let me play on a freshman team? They think it makes sense, but they took me off, and then I um, didn't play. I quit. Didn't play my my uh, sophomore year, quit. Went back out my junior year. I'm like, this is still easy. <laughs> it's the same thing. It hasn't gotten hard. And then I didn't start till three like three like three weeks into the season. So I'm like, this is really easy. So senior year easy. Got got I made it to college. A little bit more competitive. You know, a little bit more competitive in junior college, but still was easy. I was the number one player in the country out of nine high school guys, and I was for like eighteen hundred yards. And got to Auburn. Like you know. This is a little bit tougher, but I had two guys in front of me and Ronnie Brown and Cadillac Williams. They got drafted number two and number five overall. And, uh, you know, I went to Auburn, 
played with them my junior year in college. It was still easy, but I didn't get a lot of opportunities. So I left there, go to Southern Illinois. Salukis. A bit easier. Yeah, the Salukis. It was a little bit easier. I mean, I got there, I ran through people, and then I had another counterpart there, Archie Whitlock, who was also there with me. So that was still easy. I mean, I, I averaged like, you know, six something, you know, six yards, like seven yards a carry or something like that. Then, you know, I'm like, okay, there got to be some competition coming somewhere. And then I got the idea of, oh, it's my time to get up and go through the draft and, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, that's where the competition came. So that so that would told me that I'm going to make it because it's too easy. I'm, this All this is too easy right now. If I touch the ball twice, I got two touchdowns. So <laughs> of, the, of those college atmospheres, what was the best game day environment? Oh, Louisiana State University, man. Oh, really? I got it tell you. That was astronomical. I loved it. Being me being from Louisiana, um, had a chance to go to LSU. Didn't didn't want to go because it was too close to home for me. So I went to Auburn instead. And, and going to Auburn, going you know having a chance to go play there, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. It's beautiful. Georgia had a good one as well. So uh, so those places, man, they 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 get pumped up. Do you, do you stay in touch with Ronnie Brown or Ka- uh, Cadillac Williams and point out that uh, even though they got drafted in the first round, neither one of them has a Super Bowl ring? <laughs> no, you know what, Ron, Ronnie said something about it one time. Well, we you know, but we don't talk about it too much. <laughs> well, I was you, just with them too. You mentioned how? Yeah, well, I was real quick. I know yeah. Cadillac is coaching running backs at Auburn now. At Auburn, uh, yeah. So you fellow uh, fellow coach, uh, bordering states. I would imagine you're still seeing them a little bit. No, no, yeah, you mentioned. I'm not at the game, man. Uh, when they played Penn State. Oh, nice. You you mentioned how high they got drafted. It does seem like where you know the modern NFL, they're not valuing the running back position as much. The you know these running backs are struggling, even the high picks to get to a second contract and and really get paid. What's your thought on the on the running back position in general? Hey, your your kid is playing offensive line. Would you? Would you recommend him trying to be a running back? Like, where are you at with running backs in general? My younger kid, Quinn, um, he he was playing running back up until this year. They still give it to him a little bit now. Um, I, I told him a couple of nights ago, I'm like, Quinn, I love you to death, man, but running back is not worth it. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's not worth it. I say it's not worth it, and you're not that good at it. So, <laughs> so you need to you need to find. You need to go play on defense now. A kid on defense will absolutely destroy you, right? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, man, they played a game in Tampa Bay, in Tampa, <laughs> out there, and they were up four, you know, fourteen and twelve. They, them guys, the other team got the ball on like the two yard line, going in the score, and this running back had been killing. You know, he had been running good the whole game. This guy get in there on three on on, on three straight downs. And and tackled this guy in the backfield for two yard loss every time. Then he made a tackle on the quarterback trying to scramble out the pocket to, to throw a pass. Chased him all the way down the, up on the other side of the field and got a sack on him for like another two yard loss. I said, "Dude, defense is your thing. <laughs> like, it's your thing." Well, like, little, you, little LT. You. If you were to run mm-hmm. it back, would you have been a defensive end? I kind of wish I did play defensive end, man. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy the, the way things go and the way things happen in life because. I have an interesting, you know, why another reason why I didn't go to LSU to play for Coach Saban, because you know where it was, he was going to change me. He was going to change my position from running back to defensive end. Oh. I'm like, it's too close to home, and I'm playing running back. I don't <laughs> what happens? 
I'm playing running back, screw it, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as I get up, you know, I go to Auburn, I play running back, I get to the league, the guys I grew up playing against, playing with, and hearing their name on on, on Newsline 9 every Friday night, and, like, hearing them, you know, playing AU basketball against these guys like Marcus Spears, Michael Clayton, played me, uh, uh, Corey Webster, and I played on the same AAU basketball team and our high schools were really close. So all of those guys, you know, those guys, hey, man, don't come here, like, don't come here because they're going to change your position. So I'm like, okay, because they changed their position. But if you go back and look at it, right, he changed Michael Clayton's position from a, 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 a triple option quarterback, right, to a wide receiver. That worked he gets out. drafted in the first round yeah. from LSU. Gets drafted in the first round, okay. Changed Marcus Spears' position from a uh, tight end, a dominant number one ranked tight end in the country to defensive end. He gets drafted in the first round. Takes Corey Webster from quarterback, running the triple option again at St. James. Take him from uh, from quarterback and makes him a cornerback. He goes second round. I'm like, God damn it. I should have went and let him take <laughs> Saban could have made you a first round pick. What are you doing? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? I just did, I didn't, you know, but he never said he was going to change me. They told me that. Yeah. It ended, up, it ended up working out great for those guys. Yeah, they were. Yeah, totally. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good story. Man. That's great. Yeah, man. Taking a quick break from the Brandon Jacobs interview to talk about our buddies over at Odds Trader. Again, Odds Trader is your one stop shop when it comes to finding uh, all the major books and all the best prices. Again, you can compare the different sign up codes, the promos, get the best player stats as well, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, which is really important. Uh, for this Sunday with the London game, uh, all the hurricane stuff going on, you need to stay up to date, handicap and play by play updates. The bet tracker odds trader has it all. So get started today. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire, O D D S trader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Uh, if you're like me and you probably are, cause you're listening to a sports gambling podcast. You're always looking for more information when it comes to betting fantasy. Love my Elias uh, game plan app. Again, a ton of the nuggets I pull from uh, the research for the show uh, comes from the Elias game plan app. This is a uh, one uh, I really liked for the dolphins Bengals game. This is the fourth time the dolphins have started the season three and oh, since 2000, each of the other three times, 2002, 2013, 2018, they failed to reach the postseason and averaged only eight wins over those three seasons. Hopefully, for Big Rob, that is not the case with this Dolphins team, right? They're going to the Super Bowl. Download the Elias Game Plan app, E L I A S, and use our promo code SGPN15 to get 15% off your annual subscription. That's the Elias Game Plan app, promo code SGPN15 for 15% off. Last but not least, make sure you check out Fubo TV. Again, if you're watching football, you got to cut the cord, man. And just because you cut the cord doesn't mean you're going to miss out on the games. College football, pro football, the red zone, all the games in 4K at no extra charge. They got you covered. And again, a fraction of the price of cable, cloud based DVR, so you can take all your shows, your games on the go. And you get seven free days plus 15% off your first month. All you got to do is go to F. UBOTV.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. And we're back talking Brandon Jacobs. 
Uh, you know, you mentioned Ryan was uh, asking about like autograph in uh, you know jerseys after the game. You said you still have the ball that you spiked into the play clock. That was a great one. Uh, you know, looking through your uh, doing a little research before the interview, I completely spaced on this. Uh, but you were fined once uh, ten thousand dollars for throwing <laughs> your helmet into uh, the into the stands in Indianapolis. Uh, you have to bring that up. <laughs> hey, it would be a Philadelphia fan to bring some yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like that Come up, on. Got to bust your that? chops a little bit. <laughs> oh, so man. what did you, so now now we're playing against Indianapolis Colts and um <laughs> nothing was happening for me and just seemed like every time a mom got in, something happened. I'm like, well, do they not want to block for me? I was pissed. Right? I was so mad and then coach Palmer was on me. You know, I'm making mistakes. Kind of, it was like my worst game, man. I probably my worst game like emotionally and physically that I ever played. I felt like when I got the ball, things just crashed down. I felt like I wasn't running this hard. I felt like I, I was just, I don't know. I felt like I just screwed myself out of that particular Sunday from the morning to, you know, to, you know, tonight. So he pulled me out of the game. He benched me and I had on these new Reebok sticking, you know, sticker gloves that me and the mod only wore. So he may be able to test to the stickiness of these gloves. <laughs> Him and I was the only two that wore them. Right, I was pissed, but I wasn't that pissed off. I could throw a helmet twenty-five rows into the stands. I wasn't that mad. I wasn't, you know, I was still in my right mind. So I tried to throw the helmet. I had it by a face mask. Like my whole hand was in the inside of the face mask. Like you know, I wasn't just took it and I wanted to throw it up against the the um the bench, and I just followed through and it stuck on. And I got up to the very top, came <laughs> off, and I saw it fly up, and I was like, like if. If a camera, if we had the cameras that they have now, then oh, the cell phone. People would no, but people would like all the cameras around the field that they have now. People, the cameras would be able to show. Like I really didn't want to do that. Come on, <laughs> after I threw it, I was like, <laughs> and I just sat down and I'm like, holy shit, what, what did I just do? No, you know, no. I didn't want to throw it. I wanted to throw it against the bench, man. So that was that, that was a real mistake. No. people might be like, "BS." It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> now, what did you get your helmet back? Because if I was a Colts fan and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep this is a great souvenir," did you have to go up in the stands and get it back? Like, what happened? No. So the, the uh, event staff that they had working the game, yeah, went the helmet back, and I'm like. And I'm thinking like this, like kind of like, yo, let them keep it. Just bring it down. I'll sign it. Let them keep it. Let them keep it. If that's the worst thing happening, he's keeping a the helmet, then cool. One of my game helmets that I played in, I signed it. I gave it back to him. And I coach Coffin put me on the bench. So I wouldn't get him back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to need it. So just, you know, like let them keep it. Let them keep it. But they brought the helmet back down, you know, and then, um, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that could have came from, you know, Giants could have been sued. NFL could have been sued. You know, like all of that stuff could happen. Yeah. So I got the fine from the league, and then uh, Peyton, uh, Peyton, I think, gave the guy uh, like this, this whole bunch of stuff that was signed and <laughs> stuff like that, and it was it went it was gone. You know, like just like that. So I'm like, that's the part I was more worried about. But <laughs> we ended up getting out of that thing pretty good, man. But it was it was definitely a mistake, man. So ten grand from the NFL is that is that bigger than the amount of fines you got from Coach Coughlin <laughs> over the years? Oh man, Coach <laughs> Coughlin. So yeah, that that fine was. But I'm gonna tell you, like, I, I I would get fined from Coach Coughlin. Not that much, though. I, I didn't get fined by him like that much because I always did what I was supposed to do. I didn't push him, you know. I, I didn't push him. Um, you know, he might have fined me a few times. You know, twenty five hundred bucks here or there, um, like that. It wasn't really too bad with uh, Coughlin, man. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah, you, you, Coughlin was known for running a tight ship. Um, it, was it true? Was it true? He always had the clock set like five minutes ahead or something. If you're if you're not there, you're late. That, that's like a little too far, right? Yeah, he he, he set the clocks <laughs> five minutes ahead. Um, yeah, he's five I minutes mean, back. Um, yeah, but you know, it's just it's just it's just Coach Coughlin, man. He was just the guy, you know, that wanted you to be perfect, man. He was a guy that came in with rules and. You know, like kind of that. You know, he had he had kids that 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 were tad bit older than a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? So he would had that real like figure on us. Like he wanted us to be great, he wanted us to be good men, he wanted us to be be good husbands and dads. You know, so that's more like what you know his he and Grain. You know, and and playing for Coach Coffin was was the greatest thing for me. Um, but a lot of guys had problems with the way he you know he he handled the team, and you know, and Coach knew that. He knew that, and he he gave us our leadership committee, and we started to, you know, be the middle row, get votes from each other because we can't have the whole team vote on certain things. So we had a leadership committee. It was like twelve of us that voted on certain things that you know we wanted and stuff like that. Man, it was great, you know. So the, so those teams that I was on, Coach Carver was a coach probably was my was the best time of my life, you know. And it all predicated, you know, to me playing for Coach Coughlin and the rest of the guys I went to war with. Who was the guy on that team that no one gives enough credit for being the dog in the locker room? Oh, myself. <laughs> Love that. I'm gonna, answer. Be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like a lot of people don't, but I never really said like too much about what I think I deserve. You know, people don't. You factor in this. Fans do that all the time. Like they stay on me about this ring of honor thing. I'm like, you guys, I can't, I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. You know, they had guys out there, had guys that hadn't been in the ring of honor that played before me who was affected, like Otis Anderson, Rodney Hampton, you know, Joe Morris, like guys like that had, they, they, those guys just went in. So I, you know, I, I get it, you know, so you can't, I don't know, you know, those guys are just going in. So, and they played in the 80s, you know, it's 2022. So, you know, people just got to be patient. If it happens, it can happen down the line. If, you know, so, who knows? You know, people ask me, but I never really throw myself in the mix when people start saying things. Uh, we, you, I, know, you know, Giants could use a dog like you in the locker room <laughs> right now, Brandon. Now, Brandon, before we uh, before we let you go, it is you know we do make picks on the show. <laughs> Who is your pick to win the NFC East here in twenty twenty two? He doesn't want to say Eagles. So no, I'm gonna take you back to before. Uh, I'm just going with the Giants. The offensive line played 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 bad last night. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that approach. I think the Giants' offensive line played bad just last night, and I think they are a good football team. And I think they have the defense to be able to play with anybody in the NFL. And I'm out to say the New York Giants is going to win. That's what NFC I'm talking East. about. He, he's he's not. Yeah, they're going to beat. They're, listen, they're going to split with Philadelphia. They're okay, split with Philly. We're gonna beat Dallas next time, and we're gonna sweep Washington. Yeah, that's that sounds four good. and two to the well, division. And so I just follow up. So I, I, you know, you played in the division. You, I'm sure you hate all the teams, and we we talked about the Cowboys. But was there anything worse than having to go uh, down and play in Philly in front of those fans? I loved it. Oh, I yes, loved it. there you go, it. Brandon. Listen, listen, it was real fans. Like Philadelphia. If I had to pick my fan base, if I had to pick my fan base. Outside of my giant fan base, I'm going with Philly. Oh, Let's wow. go. I like I like the nastiness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that. They're yelling at you while you're on the sideline. You know, a lot of these guys nowadays, they're having problems. <laughs> you know, fans saying all kinds of stuff. Like back then, 
Like, you know, you got guys want to go up in the stands and fight and say stuff and do this. I'm just going to tell you something back. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to tell you something back. It got you fired up. Guys are getting a little sensitive about it. (laughs) But I like feeling like it was tough going in there winning, which we had no problems doing. You know, we had no problems going into Philadelphia on a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon at 4.15 (laughs) and kick their asses. We never had a problem (laughs) doing that, but it was so fun going in there and doing it. But we got out. We got our stuff handed to us too, and and there were some great battles, man. Brian great Dawkins, battles. Brian oh, Dawkins, all respect. time. That's one Dog guy. Dog. I would have given you a pass if you jersey swapped <laughs> with Brian Dawkins. Listen, Brian Dawkins. I wish I would have jersey swapped with Brian Dawkins. The greatest competitor I've ever faced. Love the it. I'm not going to argue. The greatest competitor that I've ever shared the football field with as an opponent. No doubt about it. It is not close with me. And then Ed Reed is the second one. Oh, I uh, like it. Hard. Brian Dawkins ahead of Ed Reed. Appreciate <laughs> well, it, Brandon. Not, no, no, listen, listen. In, I'm in not in safeties. I'm talking about like <laughs> passionate about yeah. the game. Like the he's mentality. Gonna compete. He's gonna be there for his team. Brian Dawkins, man, great playing against him. Great competing against the guy, man. Greatest competitor I've ever I've, I've ever played against. I love that. Well, awesome. Great way to go out. Uh, Brandon, appreciate you calling into the show. Make sure you check out Brandon on Twitter at Brandon Jacobs 27 and subscribe to his new podcast 27 and Q. You can get it yeah. wherever uh, you get great podcasts. Yeah, man. So I got, I have, so I'm doing that podcast with me and my guy, Rich Q. I have another podcast with a couple of my buddies called facts over feelings. It's really funny. It's really funny. And it's really kind of like hardcore as well. So, you know, it's kind of all areas, you know, that I do. So it's facts over feelings go there and, you know, and subscribe as well for, you know, 27 and Q is getting off the ground. You know, we, you know, we're killing it. We're doing great. You know, talking about a lot of great topics, a lot of sports. We have uh, uh, football, we got basketball, we got boxing, baseball. We talk about some of everything, pop culture, like some of everything. So man, so you guys be sure to get with us. Welcome to the podcast game, Brandon. Awesome, man. man. Best of luck. Appreciate it. it. Thanks for calling in. Thank you guys. Awesome. uh, Awesome talking with Brandon Jacobs and uh, anytime you can get someone to shit on the Cowboys Kramer, you know, he's a uh, true friend of the program. Yeah. Again, I I never would have imagined uh, you would have been so happy to have a conversation. Well, as he pointed out, he recognizes a real fan base when he sees one, AKA the Eagles said he wished he could. I mean, when he said Dawkins was the the single greatest competitor he ever shared a field with. You saw how serious he got. You got to watch it youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast just to see how close and intense he gets when he describes how awesome Brian Dawkins is. Yeah. And just uh, you, you watch that and then we'll, maybe we'll put it in the article, but then you watch the, how excited the sports science guy was to get run over by Brandon <laughs> Jacobs. Didn't even get to it in the interview, but yeah, like, look up that sports science with Brandon oh. Jacobs. That guy was a, uh, you know, just a Mack truck on the field. Just the guy's excitement though, to get run over. Like that. <laughs> he, he did seem very excited. Uh, hey guys, thank you as always for tuning into the show. Toss us a uh, nice rating over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just hit five stars on Spotify. Screenshot it, submit it in the uh, our app, the SGPN app, for your chance to win free gear every Monday. Merch Monday. Do a hundred dollar gift certificate to the SGPN merch store every Monday. Amping it up here, and uh, shout out to uh, today's winner. Already been emailed, so uh, check your email box if you submit it because pretty uh, pretty decent chance you won. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Fuck the Cowboys. Kramer, let it ride.